the gift inside of him. Amen. Children are dismissed. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. Let me. Where's my phone? Amen. Amen. All right, let me pull up my notes real quick. All right, now I don't know how much of this I'm going to get into. <laughs> I feel like the Lord's done a lot already. He really has. So I don't, I don't know. We'll see, but let's pray. <clears throat> Father, I thank you for, <laughs> I thank you for your newness and your freshness. I thank you for what you're speaking to us. And it's not just coming through one person. What, what you're speaking, one spirit, one body, what you're speaking through your body, God, to us. And even like Miss Laurel said, I do. I believe that, that I'm sure it's happening in other places, but we are just an, uh, a, a prophetic expression of what you're doing right now in the earth in your kingdom. And I'm sure we all have ideas of what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> I do. But God, even right now, I just set that down. I just lay it at your feet. And I say, Holy Spirit, you speak to us individually and as a body. And you help us to see this is what it's supposed to look like. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm doing. Do this. Say this. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't worry about maybe this over here. Just focus on what I'm saying. All right? And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. I'm going to turn myself down just a little bit. We'll step down. I, I really feel like the Lord, and I don't know where, like I said, I'm going to go. Why did this just come down? I felt like I lifted it up. <laughs> I really feel like the Lord wants me to talk just briefly about the eyes of our heart. And really, I think a lot of our, our hearts are positioned in the right direction. They're seeing what it's supposed to be seeing, but it, it's easy for it just to get a little off. just gets a little off. So I, I just want to talk about that today and at the end, I really feel it's, it's really in my heart for us to minister to each other as a body. It really is. And it, it's like, it's so in my heart to do that that it's hard for me to even <laughs> go in this direction. I feel like the, the Lord gave me this, but he's so dropped in my heart that he wants us to minister to each other. That, that there's just, we just have kind of not. <laughs> Let's just be, you know what I'm saying? We just... I'm sure we have, but he's just putting an emphasis. I want you to minister to each other. That, sure, I'm calling you to a world, but I've called you first to each other. I'm, call, I'm calling you to reach people, to touch people, to help people in their marriages, to help people with their grandchildren and their children, people who are lost, people who are addicted, people who are struggling, homosexual, lesbian, whatever. I'm calling you to this lost world. But first, I want, I want to get you built up. I want to get you whole. I want to get you freed, delivered. And, and even if you're free delivered, maybe you just done fell over and you're like, look, can somebody just come by and just pick me up? And that's what he wants to do, all right? So I'm, I'm going to start this before I, I go there, all right? Amen. So let's, let's go to uh, one of my 
favorite spots in the Bible. It's in John 4. And just backstory real quick um, for those of us who maybe aren't familiar with it. Uh, Jesus says in John 4, 4 that Jesus needed to go through Samaria. And <laughs> we probably all feel like that in some ways, that there's, that there's things maybe that we don't necessarily want to do, but it's needful for us to do it. And it's, it's if we're focused on us, then the person doesn't get the benefit of what's needful for us to do. So he's going to Samaria. There's a woman at the well. She's been married several times, divorced by her husband's. Jesus is sitting there at the well. He's talking with her. His disciples are off doing something, all right? And basically, Jesus reveals himself to her as the Messiah. So this woman that he shouldn't be talking with, not just woman, but a, a Samaritan woman, it's just it's a no-no, all right, in that, in that culture. And in verse 27, it says, And at this point, his disciples came, and they marveled that he talked with a woman, yet no one said, what do you seek, or why are you talking with her? And, you know, I think so often, on a surface level, it's easy for us to see, see the person for what we see in front of us. That, that we see what they wear, we see how their hair looks, we see earrings, no earrings, you know, shoes, shorts, flip-flops, whatever. We immediately see what we see with the eyes, what we smell, maybe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe they don't smell the greatest. But somehow Jesus was able to see from his heart. And, and it says in Romans that the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit given us. And I, I really believe that the Lord wants, wants to help us in this season of transition to so focus on what he's seeing that, that, that we're seated with him in heavenly places, and he says that we should choose to set our mind on those things above. And when we do that, it allows our heart to see in the proper perspective. You know, there's cultural, racial, social things that we deal with today. You know, you may be a staunch Republican, and the person you're talking to is a Democrat, you know, and that may be an issue initially. You know what I'm saying? Or, heck, maybe, and I, I'm not, but maybe they're pro-abortion. You know, that's a, that's a, oh, hey, I'm not going to talk to you now. So there's things that can initially, if we allow it to on the surface level, we say, uh, I don't want anything to do with you. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm angry. <laughs> really? Like, you just made me angry with that comment. But he wants us to lay that down. He really does. Because he's called us to owe no man anything except to love them. And, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking earlier this verse that the Lord's just been continually just pricking me with is sometimes I think, okay, I owe this person something else. You know, maybe they offended me or maybe they made me mad or whatever. They done me wrong. They done somebody in my family wrong. Well, I, I owe them how I feel emotionally. I owe them that wrong. We know that's not true, but we, we've, every one of us can raise our hand and say, we've been there. We've been there, you know. But it applies to every area. It applies to every area of our life. That, that when he says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, I will repay. That means, look, I just give it to you. It can just be offense. 
Maybe it's not something really, you know, obvious, you know, uh, I don't know, somebody beat you up or whatever, you know. But it's just somebody offended you. Somebody said something that was offensive or, or they did something. Or, hey, you might have been in a relationship and they just left. Well, now you're offended. Maybe they didn't call you. Maybe they didn't visit you. And there's offense. And God's like, let it go. Let it go. Because if you have that, if that's there, if that's how your heart's seeing, then you'll never do, you'll never be who he's called us to be. The disciples, they're coming, they're like, whoa. Uh, like, it says that they marveled. Like, when's the last time you saw somebody doing something and you were just like, like, just taken back, like, you couldn't, you're speechless. Like, I cannot believe all of them. And they, but none of them had, they couldn't say it, but they're all thinking, they're probably talking to each other, but they're just like, he's talking with this woman. But look at what it brought. Look at the fruit that was a result of him seeing from his heart. Fruit came from it. Fruit came from it. If we look down further, to me, this, this shows kind of another element of Jesus' heart. It says in 34, it says, Jesus says that my food's to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. That's what I'm eating on. That's what I'm, that's what I'm feeding on, is, is to do his will and to finish his work. I, uh, two days ago, I think it was, my brother, my brother sends me a picture of an engagement ring. So he just got engaged, all right? And his girlfriend, in the natural, all right, <laughs> I mean, name it, like, Super holy jeans. I mean, just maybe just barely. Some, I mean, it's covering, but you know what I'm saying? And she's got piercings, gauges. She's got, I mean, she's got like almost like war paint makeup that she literally has to put makeup on to go to work to cover it up. And sure, I can go into her history. I can go into, you know, um, her upbringing and, you know, how she's been treated and just, I mean, I can go through all that. I can go through her, her luggage. Jesus knows it. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, initially, I had to make a decision. <laughs> all right? I had to say, look, I'm not about to judge you by how you look. I'm not about to do it. It's super easy, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not because the Lord sees your heart. And in order for me to minister to her and my brother... It requires me to say, I'm not looking with human eyes. I can't. And we would go places, and you could see people like, <laughs> we, we, we'd go to like a family party, and my brother would be introducing her, and everybody's like, uh, what is she wearing? What is she doing? You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's just a natural proclivity, but he doesn't want us to live from that place. He doesn't want us to live from that place. Because not only did this woman come to know Christ, literally, but she also tells a city. And they come to know of Jesus because Jesus was, he was willing to do what was culturally taboo. And he was willing to simply see people the way the Father sees them. And that's what he's calling us to do. He wants us to see the world and he wants us to see each other. But it has to start with us. If we don't see each other how he sees us. We won't see the world that way. 
if there's little nitpicky things we have with each other, whether it's just their personality, or I mean, it, it can be just the littlest things that the enemy wants to come in there and just poke us with. And if we allow those things to take root, then it, be, it turns into bitterness. And now, now you really, now we really aren't being the body to the body, all right? So if, if I could sum this up, really, it's he wants us to see what he's seen so that we can first be the body to the body. And then from there, we can be the body to the world, all right? So let's see, what does he see? In John 4.36, he says, And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit. Jesus sees fruit. He sees fruit. In in James 5.7, it says, See how the farmer waits patiently for the early and the latter rains. All right? So that that fruit can receive that rain. He's going to reap it eventually, but he's, he's waiting patiently. All right? He's waiting patiently. In, in Hebrews 12, 2, Jesus saw joy. It says, for the joy set before him, we're part of that joy. The joy set before him, he sees fruit, he sees joy. He sees a harvest. And we know that the position that he sees those things with our love, all right? And I'm just wanting us to tap into what he's seeing. Because what we see causes us to shift our expectation for what's actually going to happen. It, it causes us to, to shift what we're actually doing so that that can actually come to pass. Like I said already, he wants us to set our minds on things above. And it says in, let's read this real quick, because this, to me, this, this boggles my mind. It's in 1 Corinthians 2. 1 Corinthians 2, starting in, in 11. I'm just going to read 11 and 12. Actually, I'm, I'm going to start in. Here, let, let me read up. Let me see. I wanna, uh, let's start in 9. It says, But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of another man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of the one who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. And I would say, I would add it's in context that we would know his thoughts. We would know his thoughts, what he's thinking, how he thinks. He wants to refresh our hearts. He wants to re- refocus our hearts so that we can see the field. Because the field represents people. It represents souls. It represents the ones that he came and that he died for. And we all have fields. We're not the owner of the field. He is. <laughs> all right? But we have fields. And my field isn't your field necessarily. They're all different. Now, as a body, all right, we have a field. But that's just a small, that's a drop in the bucket. What, what we collectively have as a field is a drop in the bucket compared to what we have individually as fields. 
You know, I, the field you work in, Brother Bill, I, I, I don't see those people. I don't know those people. Maybe I might stop in and say, hey, you know, but other than that, I, I don't. Where are you? I, I don't know. I don't see them. And some of our fields have changed. We've, we've retired. <laughs> so we have another field. We, our, our family's a field. Our job's a field. Our school's a field. Our, wherever, it, there's fields, fields that we're kind of recurringly going back to. Some of our fields are outside of just Tifton, you know? As far as I know, Grace is the only person here that's been with you to Africa, right? That's a field. <laughs> we, we get to co-labor with her, but still there's a field. There's people that she's reaching, that she's able to reach. Hannah, where you work, there's, there, that's a field that you have. It's an important field. And our job, all right, I'm trying to help us kind of refocus just a little bit of the why even we're here together. Yes, we're fellowshipping, but it's... As we're able to so pour into each other, it's helping you reach your field. It's helping you see the, the, the fruit and harvest that fruit for the kingdom's sake in your field, Brother Bill. It's, 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 it's calling people to help say, okay, well, Miss Laurel's going to Africa. I feel like the Lord wants me to partner with that because there's a field. I I might just be partnering financially, or I may be literally going, and I'm part of the one literally picking, reaping. You know, I I mentioned family. Family's an interesting field. All right? (laughs) Family, Family is an extremely important field. Interesting? But an extremely important field. And, I, and I, for me personally, I feel like the Lord has been putting a greater emphasis in, in my own heart for my family. You know, as far as my immediate family, it's my dad and my brother and my niece right now. That's it. Just the immediate family. And my brother, he's, he's, he's walking around the pool, all right? I don't want him to slip and fall and get hurt. I want him to fall in, all right? So he's on my heart. And I've been talking to him a lot recently, and, and I really feel like the very fact that he, as soon as he got engaged, he sent me a picture, it shows me, hey, I want you to speak into this. And I did. I said, look, I said, I'm happy for you, but if you think that it's going to get easier simply by getting married and you don't have Jesus in the middle of all that, nope. <laughs> Nobody, it's not going to get easier. And I don't have to be married to know that. And he's like, I know, brother, I know, I know. So God's, God's, God's doing that. But he wants to continue to do that in our families. He wants, he wants that to grow. He doesn't want that familiarity or that maybe we've been hurt, maybe somebody said something, or maybe we just, the personality is just like, you got to be kidding me again. You know, he doesn't want those things to keep us from being like, him sitting with the woman at the well. He wants us to have that position of influence in our families. We have to let him break down that wall of familiarity. We have to let him break that down in people's hearts and people's minds. It's for us to set that stuff at Jesus' feet and relate to them as we should. And that includes us because we're family. We're family. 
we're family. We didn't get to choose each other. <laughs> we didn't get to choose our family. All right. But we're family. We're family. In this transition specifically, I really feel like the Lord wants us to open our eyes to see more of our individual fields, our individual fields. Because if not, if not, it's easy for me to think that you're supposed to be working in my field. (laughs) It's easy for me to think I've got, or there's something that God's wanting to birth in you, and you think, Oh, we're all supposed to be doing this. <laughs> and he's like, maybe, but probably I want to birth it in you first. And then once it's birthed in you, now people can come alongside. I'm in, I'm, can I pick on you? All right. So let's say Miss Laurel hadn't, hadn't went to Africa yet. She hasn't started that, but that thing's still, it's burning in her. It's easy for her to be like, well, we all need to go to Africa. <laughs> you know, we all, everybody needs to go to Africa. No, he was birthing that in her. And then once that's been birthed in her, now people can partner. People can come alongside, all right? But, but whatever it may be, you may think we need to do prison ministry. We need to do, you know, ministry after the high school. We need to do, you know, just pick something. It, it may be birthing in you. We need to just do outreaches to homeless people. We need in anything that we can possibly think of. It's probably an, an, a valid aspect of God's heart, something that he, he truly wants to do. But I really believe he's wanting to say, okay, just, just quiet your heart. Allow me to show you how I can birth that thing through you, how that thing can so, so well up in you so that now, now that it's been birthed, people are able to come alongside and walk that thing out with you, all right? There's things that he wants us to do as a body. There are. And, and we're walking that out. But I really believe that he's, he's, he's calling us to so, to so stand in the mirror and allow ourselves to see, okay, this is the field you've called me to, the fields, all right? Lord, what are you saying for me? What's, what's something that you're birthing in me? What's something you're wanting to do in me, all right? And I really believe what we're about to do next helps us in this. You know, as marriages are healthy, it allows us to minister to people who have unhealthy marriages, <laughs> all right? It's hard to minister to somebody who has an unhealthy marriage if yours is unhealthy, right? You know, it's, if, if we're struggling with addiction, it's hard for us to help somebody who's in addiction, but it may be our heart to help people who are addicted, but we're still in the position of addiction. You know what I'm saying? He wants us to walk in such freedom. But it, like Miss Laura was saying as we were praying earlier, it comes through the vessel. It comes through us. That heaven's conduit by his Holy Spirit, it comes through us. As we lay our hands on each other, as we pray for each other, as we release our faith and believe, and we stand with people in the gap, and we're there for each other, that's where that is manifested. That's where it's manifested. You know, one of my one of my favorite concepts, or really it's verses, but where it speaks about God pouring out his blessing on unity. That's that's where I just it's like I always see in my mind, it's like if 
if there's like this waterfall, it's like that's where the waterfall is. It's like all the water. You've got this whole body of water, this lake or this river. And I'm from um, Michigan, so we have the Great Lakes. It's, I think it's either the second largest, if you add up all the lakes, second largest body of water in the entire world of fresh water, all right? All of that drains out at Niagara Falls. Every last drop of that, if it could just all drain out, it would drain out right there. That's unity. That's what I see in my brain. It's like all this. I mean, literally, if if you ever haven't been to Michigan, if you stand there, you look out, and if no one told you, if I just... If, if, I were, if I could kidnap you and take you up there, you'd think you were looking at an ocean. You, I mean, other than the waves not being ocean-level waves, you would think, oh, this is an ocean. No, it's not. It's just a big body of water, <laughs> a very big body of water. It all drains out in the Niagara. That's unity. Where unity is, he pours it all out right there, and that's what he's doing. Like, we can't, we can't go to those next things. If he's wanting to do a new thing, how is he going to do it outside of unity? If we're a prophetic, you know, uh, just a picture, a picture, not the picture, a picture of what he's doing in the church, it's not going to happen apart from unity. If that's where he pours out the blessing, I don't want him to do something outside of that. You know what I'm saying? You have dreams. I have dreams. We all have things that we want to see in the earth. And God is saying to us, To you, you're the man, you're the woman. It's not for us to say, oh, it's him, he's supposed to be doing this, or it's her, she's supposed to be doing this, or we're supposed to be doing it. No, no, no. You've got a dream, you've got a vision, you're the man, you're the woman. That's what he's saying to us. You're the man, you're the woman. And that's a word for me. It's a word for me because I have things that, 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 that are in my heart that I'm seeing, that I'm desiring, and God's saying to me, all right, don't just wait for somebody else to rise. You're the man. You're the woman. All right? All right, I, I want us to. Amen. I want to pray again. Holy Spirit, I ask that you just, you seal that word in our hearts. That that what you're doing, that that you would so seal it in our hearts, Jesus, that it it wouldn't just be something I hear. (laughs) Even though I spoke it, it wouldn't just be something that came out of me that I I heard, but Father, that, that I so position my heart that I'm asking, okay, this is what's in my heart, Father. This is what I'm seeing. This is this is a dream you've put there, and I'm the man. Father, help me to walk in those steps. Help me, help me to birth in the earth the very dream of heaven. And Father, right now, I just I ask as we just kind of transition, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but as we transition into a time of where we pray for each other, I, I, I pray that you would just so touch our hearts that, that, we would, that we would be able to be vulnerable with each other, Hey, I got prayer this morning in, in, uh, in, in morning prayer. It was good. I needed it, all right? So I, I ask that we would just be able to be vulnerable with each other, whether it's a need for us personally, whether it's a need for a loved one, whether it's a need for a son, a daughter, a, a, a grandchild, whether, whether we're just wanting to lift up something that's in our heart, a, a desire, a dream we want to walk into, 
whatever it is, that we would just be able to be free and open with each other so that we can receive what the impartation that you want to do through your body. And we just, we ask you for that in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, have your way. Move in power. That It, it, it wouldn't be just the words that we say, but, but, but if we're walking in unity, Father, that's where you command the blessing. And we're, we're asking that you would just continue to touch hearts and minds this morning in Jesus' name. That you would break down strongholds and bring freedom, Father, where there maybe hasn't been freedom. That, that, that you would heal and touch marriages where, where there's been a, just a, even maybe a slight divide. God, you don't even want any division there. You, you want it to be one. You say what you've made one, let no man separate. And really, to be honest with you, those are the two things that, that, that kind of throughout the service and before, two things that, that kind of stuck up in my heart primarily. Y- y'all can not bow your heads now. I'm sorry. <laughs> the prayer in Jesus' name. I'm sorry. That's the, the cutoff. I, I forgot the cutoff. <laughs> um, marriages and just strongholds. No, what I say? I said healing hearts and strongholds, but marriages was the third. Those three things. So. I guess, I mean, if anybody wants prayer, go to the front, um, and whoever, hey, all right, uh, and it can be for whatever, um, like I said, I personally, I got prayer this morning, all right, so the person talking to you, I got prayer this morning, um, so I'm just, I just want to invite whoever, oh, that works too, okay, if you want, if you want prayer, raise your hand, and the body will come and minister to you, all right? So Hannah raised her hand. Anybody else just want prayer? It can be for you. It can be for a family member. It can be for whoever, all right? Kylie, who else? Okay. Josh. Sandra. Okay, so we've got those four. And um, all right, body, let's pray for each other, all right? Amen.